Hey everybody, welcome to Investing in Cannabis. I'm your host, Brandon David, as always. Great show for you this week while you're at home, quarantine, got nothing to do. We got cannabis to discuss. We have Jonas of Airbase, uh, which is a really, really cool high-end can of cigar hemp, can of cigar, they call them trophies, uh, with a really interesting sort of new airflow mechanism that you have to try to, to really understand. Uh, but really interesting and timely for this week is he's also a pro basketball player. Jonas plays pro basketball in Iran, and he recently just stepped off a plane from Tehran. So we talk about life with Corona in Iran and how that affected the season and ultimately why we're so lucky to live in the U.S. even in the days of Corona, the things that we have that we take for granted. Uh, it's a great episode, guys. In the middle of a crisis like this, it's really important to know who your partners are and how they can help you accurately assess risk. We all have some degree of risk, but in a time of crisis, it could be even more than we realize. Uh, and that's why I'm really happy to announce a new partnership that we have with New Front Insurance. They're doing things totally differently. They've integrated a lot of technology into the transaction process, really streamlined it. And recently we were having a very interesting discussion specifically about distribution companies and a license called MCP65, which previously has only been able to come from one carrier. And now Newfront, which is a brokerage that works with a bunch of different carriers, they have new access to a carrier that can sort of bring in some competition. So there's not only one carrier left. Really interesting. If you're in that position, you should give them a call. Shout out to Marshall and Seth over at Newfront for supporting independent media guys. You deserve to pick up the phone. They're there to help. First call is totally free. We've set up a new email for you to reach out specifically to them. That's ic at newfront.com, ic at newfront.com. They're waiting to hear from you. Tell them I sent you. All right, guys, let's jump back into the episode. This is Jonas of Air Bays. I learned a ton. You're going to learn a ton. Tune in, listen up, get acquainted. What are you thinking about today? What did you wake up thinking about today? <clears throat> Honestly, it was just the nature of everyone right now in society. It's kind of like unknown, fearful time, mm -hmm. providing a way for them to enjoy their time through this, mm. you know? Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, you're an entertainer on a few fronts. I mean, aside yeah. from your business, which is incredibly entertaining <laughs> for individuals like me, but you're a professional basketball player. Um, but maybe more interesting for this conversation, just to start, is like you're a professional Iranian basketball player. Right. What is Iran like right now? It's tough right now because the density of Tehran, their capital city, it's it's like downtown LA on acid. Like that's how packed it is. So it went from like a hundred cases of Corona to like 10,000 cases of Corona in a week. Mm. So, uh, people are having a tough time, you know, they're quarantining themselves, which is responsible, but still it's like, when do I go to the store? And if I do go to the store, I gotta wear gloves, I gotta wear masks. Some people mm. put goggles on. It's a tough, it's a tough environment. Um, so like holding inner peace, with all that going on, like that was a real practice for me. Because mm -hmm. um, out here we're blessed. We we have so many things that we have no idea about, like roads where cars follow, the, you know, the law. Mm -hmm. We have air that's under certain pollution. Um, 
you know, we could wear shorts and shirts and, you know, so, so many things that we can't do in some countries. And, um, just coming back here is like, you could be heart centered in California, but can you be heart centered where everything around you is fear and, no. and mayhem? The answer for me is no. <laughs> the answer for me is, give me a second. Let me breathe through yeah. this thing. Yeah. So that was a great, that was a really good practice. Um, uh, but you're there to do a job. Right. I mean, there was a season. Right. And it just ended. When did the season end? <clears throat> so they canceled the season similar to how the NBA uh, postponed it. Oh, man. So they postponed it, and then I came back. But as far as when the league was just going in, in full swing, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Amazing people, amazing food. The fans are nuts. And, like, in the last few weeks, like, were people coming to the games? Like, was there fear about the – we're going to get to your cannabis company, but I just think it's so topical right now. We, right. Like, we should talk about it. Like, sure. Iran is in the news as this hotspot of right. corona, and, like, a lot of things in the news, there's probably not as much validity to it as sure. there could be. But um, are people coming to the games? Are they fearful? Like, mm-hmm. what's the what's the climate like, I guess? So prior – um, it kind of it got crazy pretty quickly. So everything was normal. We went to games. Fans came. We actually only thought of Corona as a you know an issue in China. We didn't think of it as like Iranian uh, or global. So it was all good until we had a, a normal break period because uh, there were some international games being held in Iran between Iran and Qatar and uh, Iran and Syria, the national teams. And it was that exact week that this thing just got like out of control as far as the local media, the international media. So our last Iranian national team game against Qatar was held without fans. Mm. So mm. at that point, it was like a serious thing. Like, hey, what is actually going on here? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but before that, you know, we had no idea. We're pretty oblivious. So I just have a brief side question. I've been thinking about whether if the NBA has the playoffs with no fans, is there like any home court advantage left? Like in that game that you played in, is it like relevant where you are anymore? It's all a mental thing as far as habits, I think. So if I'm like a Laker player, mm-hmm. instead of staying in a hotel and I don't know, playing in where would they play? Say Memphis? I don't know. Instead of being in a hotel, going to eat at the, you know, the hotel restaurant and then taking a bus, you're kind of you're with your kids in the morning. You may have this home court routine that will play out. Got it. Yeah. Aside from the fans. Aside from the fans. And then you That's also a good have, answer. Yeah, and yeah. then you also have like the rims and the backboard. A lot of people don't know this, but for, for basketball players, like they're very very uh, specific and sensitive to like the balls, the rims, the depth perception totally. behind the backboard, mm-hmm. like the color schemes. That was always my problem. I would have been so good, man, if it weren't for the backboards and the rims. Telling, those yeah, that shit fucked me up all those the backboards, time. backboards, man. <laughs> They're clear, dude. Uh, okay, should we talk about some cannabis? That's what we're hey, here to do, I'm right? here to hang out. Because you have a dope company, and we met how long ago? Like, <laughs> I think like uh, six, six months ago, yeah, something like that. Six months ago. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. And first of all, tell us about the name, because you picked a name. Yeah, we did. Right, okay. Well, the name kind of appeared, you know? We... My whole thing right now is just listening to the universe more than listening to my own mind. Um, herbez, it uh, it's a it's a French word for herb, um, and it just it exemplifies the luxury um, that we wanted to bring to cannabis while not charging for luxury in cannabis. Mm-hmm. So when people look at this product, um, 
what we wanted to provide them was an experience, but the product itself, it's, it feels really mm -hmm. expensive. Yeah. You were nice enough to bring us some. Oh, so yeah. if you're these watching are, this video, you're going to get a little unboxing yeah, as well. This is my personal gift to you guys. Oh, cool. So it's actually, it feels more expensive than it is. Uh -huh. And we could definitely have charged a lot more than we do. Uh -huh. um, but what we wanted to create, our, our whole thing was we wanted to uplift the standards of cannabis. Um, prior to this, blunts and joints and, you know, whatever's on the market was just thrown into pop tops or plastic um, containers. But this is an experience. Uh -huh. Like, I go to your house, I'm like... Yo, B, I love you, man. I got you this. It's better than me like just tossing a pre-roll at you. So that's so funny that you say that because I think when you were here, you brought us like four. And you're going to see in a minute. It's like a massive like can of cigar, right? And that's what I did. I went to a friend's birthday party and I gave it to him for his birthday party. He was like, whoa, man, like this is so, because it's unique, you know? Yeah. Like, you don't see that. Like there's a lot of, you know, tarantulas and stuff out there. But anyway, tell us about what this is. So that is a uh, hemp leaflet, and inside of it has indoor flower, concentrate, and keef. Um, we, we are the first and finest um, cannabis cigar or hemp blunt uh, on the market. These so were, I think we should start with, you call it a cigar, but there's no tobacco in it. There's right? no tobacco at all. Actually, that was the main reason why we started this thing um, in, our, our, in my family. You know, some people have quit smoking uh, cigarettes, and for them, um, pretty much, they couldn't they couldn't smoke blunts. They just they just simply couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. And um, we came out with this concept so that they could smoke cannabis without needing to do the tobacco thing. And that's that's basically how it started. And we um, we've messed around with the um the glass tip filter it's a patented concept uh -huh. so it pulls like a cigar a little bit um and we're you know yeah i mean when you when you look at it it looks like it's going to be very overwhelming right it's like really big but yeah. yeah what you were talking about the glass filter like it doesn't crush you you know you right. kind of can sit here and yeah the burn time smoke it. we yeah. have the longest burn time on the market uh, we've timed it at like you four. clock that. Oh yeah, that's part. Of, that's part of R and D burn time. Yeah. Okay. So deal. tell me about other people's burn time. I can't tell you names, but I can tell you that some people on the market, their burn time is like ten minutes, fifteen minutes. Our burn time is closer to forty-five, so that makes a big difference. We're charging the same price, except we're giving you three times the burn experience, and we're giving you an experience with the box, the bag. It's just an all-in-one. Really good thing, but to you be a can't party. really hit it super hard. That's part of the point, right? Well, like you, you could if you really wanted to, but no, we don't. We you could yeah, if you really if you, you put a little, <laughs> a little no, no. I, I think it's um yeah. it's a cool experience because you've created something that's a little different. You know, yeah, like there's sure. plenty of huge pre rolls out there. You know, right? Um, so tell me again. There's uh, I'm gonna be real fucked up in a minute. Probably there's hash. I got you. Yeah. There's what else is in here? So there's. There's concentrate, keef, and flour, all in all, 2.3 grams. So it's a lot and of... And where are you sourcing this stuff from? So we grow in-house. Okay. We grow in-house. But the concentrate and the... The, con the concentrate, it's our material, uh -huh. and it's just another manufacturer makes it, but that's coming in-house uh, pretty soon, too. And it's like a CO2, or what's, yeah. what's the concentrate? Yeah, it's all, it's all CO2. And what's the ratio? Like, how many flowers are in there versus... You know? So it's um, two point. 
It's about two point like one five to two point two of flour, uh-huh. and then the rest like about a quarter gram of concentrates in there. Okay, so it's a good it's a good mix. I don't recommend that people at home smoke the whole thing to themselves. Yeah, either. it takes. Yeah, it should be for sure. Be careful. Yeah, unless you got friends over and you're really trying to like get lifted, or you do yeah. a podcast. Yeah, or the you cannabis do. industry. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, um, you can use that multiple nights. Okay, so we talked about how it's a little different, right? Yeah. But how long ago did you start this? And when you looked at the landscape then, right? Why did why did we need this? Like, why did we need another another company? Yeah. So, the the industry was in a gray period about two about two and a half years ago, and what I noticed was once it went legal and the market started to change everything towards the you know what we call the regulated market. Um, I went into shops and I, just as a curious, you know, curiosity thing, people were paying now 30% more or 40% more for probably half the product as far as quality wise. And I just, I knew at that point that, you know, the market is being deserved. Basically consumers, the average person like us is trying to have a good time is getting deserved. They're buying worse flour for more. And at, and at that point, I decided to dedicate to the brand instead of on the wholesale side. Um, and that's when we, you know, we devoted to this. So everything that Herbez is, it's about creating, it's basically redefining the cannabis experience through a higher standard of craftsmanship and care. So everything we do has that, that care. So, for example, all our shops, we give these, these little... Um, these baggies mm-hmm. to give to the to the buyers, right? Because mm-hmm. that's an experience. Imagine someone comes home and is like, hey, I really love you. Here you go. It's like they just came home with Louis Vuitton or Hermes. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. You know, it's that experience. Um, when we approach shops, we bring donuts. Um, we ask them how their day you is. You didn't bring us any donuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll need them afterwards. <laughs> uh, we ask them how their day is. We have a checklist that literally says, did you ask the staff how their day is? And then on the second checklist is, did you ask them if you can do anything for them outside of the cannabis industry? Like, hey, do you need help with taking this to your car? Like, how's your day, you know? Mm-hmm. So adding that extra level of care is exactly in line with an extra level of craftsmanship. Where do you think that comes from? Why, why, is, that important? why is that an important part of your company? Well... If I just wanted to make money, I would be doing something else. And probably not Iranian basketball either. Probably That's not Iranian guess, basketball. Yeah. I would be I would be doing some other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm here and the brand is here to provide an impact to the community. And that could be cannabis, could be non cannabis, right? So we had an event last Christmas in Skid Row and I bought up every baby wipe, every shampoo, um, every disinfectant, every Purell bottle that was in the surrounding markets just to get to these people, mm-hmm. right? And it's about the impact, right? So if I thought of Herbez as let me just pump out as many cannabis cigars as possible, I wouldn't really be focused on the impact. But if I'm like, hey, I want to impact as many people as possible through cannabis, then we have, then we have something that we can shoot for day in and day out that has nothing to do with money while money being a byproduct because that's workability. We actually need that to survive, right? 
but that's not what we're thinking about every day. It's mm-hmm. how can I really impact our, you know, our fans or whoever is buying our product. So that's why we came out with the bag. That's why mm-hmm. we came out with the torch. That's why we have the, the ashtrays. It's everything that goes into The torch into is it. really nice. Thank you. Thank you. It should be working. Yeah, there we go. Oh, that's nice. They, it's really nice. So much so that like I still have the one that you had last time. Yeah. That you gave me last time. And yeah, it works really well. Yeah. Especially on a rainy day. Uh, yeah. Crazy in LA. They're reusable too. So sustainability. Is oh, yeah, yeah. No, I refilled it. Oh, oh epic. Because I had a refiller for my dab yeah, rig. You got it. Yeah, so it was the same thing. It was yeah. the same thing. Okay, so it's a beautiful thing you say. Um, and clearly, some of the values in your companies have come from you. You're a very like chill, kind of kind person like that. Um, but like, you've raised money for this business. How does that conversation go? You're like, yeah, like... Money's kind of a byproduct of what we're doing here. Like, sure. I'd be like, okay, Jonas, well, I'm looking to make money. So right. how does that go? <clears throat> so we are all self-funded. So Herbez is all self-funded. Um, money affects workability. Growing the company requires more of it, right? So that's something that we look at all of our, you know, the things that go into our COGS, our, our marketing expenses, our, you know, every expense that goes into it is important. Um, as far as like why my mindset has changed, because when you focus on just money, you, you lose the, f- the motor of what's actually running your, your stuff. So I think Shaq was quoting Jeff Bezos and was like, Hey, you need to think about companies that are changing the way people live. Uh huh. So that's that's kind of so my mindset is how can I change the way people live through mm-hmm. cannabis mm-hmm. Right? Okay. and then the money will definitely follow and okay. this has been just a recent revelation of my maybe six months uh-huh. yeah because for me my, making money was more of a competition thing like mm-hmm. how much for, like let's try to make as much just like a play yeah concept. it's not actually about money it's like no. the way we keep score right in our society right right exactly yeah. so for me I'd rather just keep score with impacting people mm-hmm. like if I can impact a hundred thousand people who are experiencing poverty yeah. through cannabis yeah then that for me is like that's pretty nuts that's rad yeah that's rad right um what's next you have one product mm-hmm. that's not a company right what are you gonna do next i mean you got these other accessories which are really nice yeah. i didn't try the the rolling tray yet sure yeah so it's it's pretty easy to just pump out pre-rolls blunts flour vape carts I could probably give you three burner brands in two days if you wanted me to um, with a product line of five. Easy, like all day long. However, what we wanted to do was create an experience and a relationship with our with our buyers and our consumers to where they're like, okay, Herbez stands for this. They're run by this. These are the materials. They last. They're great. Create that loyalty. And then now we're coming out with flour. We're coming out with... Um, a smaller version of the trophy called okay. the Napoleon. Okay. Napoleon because he was a short emperor. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be like a short, a short, like kind of like a cigarillo kind of yeah, deal. Imagine the same, um, s- the same circumference, but just shorter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Napoleon. Okay. We have a pack of Napoleon. Oh, the same, same circumference. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. We have the same, we have Napoleon and then we have a pack of Napoleons called uh-huh. the Bonaparte. Uh huh. Okay. And then we have. <laughs> You got, you got com- something against France or like? Well, it's a French word. I, oh, I see. I got it's it. It's a French brand name. Got it. You should come Connected. to some of our office meetings. You'd Connected. love it. Yeah. yeah. 
Sure, I would. Yeah. You got a lot of these laying around, yeah. right? I'm sure I'd we have good. We have a vape pencil, which I patented. A pencil? Yeah. How's that different from a vape pen? It's discreet, shaped as a pencil, looks like a pencil, operates it as looks a, like a pencil. Operates as a stylus. So it's Do you smoke out of the eraser or the pencil? The part? eraser. Because I don't want you touching the part where you're going to smoke because the stylus is on. Oh, it's a stylus. It's a stylus, okay. too. So we have that. Um, okay. We have, uh, what else do we is have? Is there a big need for that, like in Iran? Or like, what, like well, where are people? Got, well, the thing is some, you know, professionals here, say a doctor or a lawyer, uh-huh. they want to partake, but they maybe don't want their colleagues to know. So wait, 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 This is for doctors at work. <laughs> That's what you're trying no, no, to no, tell no. me? Afterwards. Oh, Afterwards. Oh, oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it depends what kind of doctor you are. If you're like a psychologist, you might need it. Well, I wouldn't yeah, need it. If, if it's I was a guy, no, you might, you know, if it's an open heart surgeon, like okay. we should probably put like a GPS stay on it. Stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned for your Vape malpractice. Pencil. Yeah, malpractice too coming soon. No, uh, but, and then we have, we have glass tip joints, uh-huh. which we have two versions. Uh, one is, one is a uh, token and the other one is socials. And we mess around with doses on mm-hmm. those. So okay. for people who don't want to get blasted, we still want to accommodate. What about like CBD stuff? Yeah, CBD's coming on. Um, I'd like to hold on to some of those details because we have a lot of competitors that... What's CBD like in Iran? <clears throat> oh, it's non-existent. Zero. Zero. Well, I mean, it's there, the black market, the gray market. But no hemp, anything? No. Got no, it. No, no. It's all THC stuff and it's all black market. And like... Are people like getting in a lot of trouble? Is that happening? Not like dealers, but you yeah. know, um, not as much. That's cool. Not as much. I mean, alcohol is illegal too, but like people yeah. partake. Yeah, got uh, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've been. But there. it is. I mean, if you open the rule book, it'd be on like the no, like the no no sure. side of things. But it's also on our no no side of things, right? Right. You're absolutely right. Right. Like yeah. if you open the U.S. rule book, like, yeah. But see, we're in the country of California right now, yeah. so it's different. That's right. That's it's right. Different. I want to talk a little bit more about the black market. You brought up the black market in Iran. It's a really big problem here. Mm -hmm. And it's something that people don't talk about too much. People like yourself have built these beautiful brands. I mean, you've spent a lot of money, a lot of time. You've put the values into it. You've been tested. You've distributed it the right way. All the nonsense. Right. To sell legal cannabis, right? Yeah. Doesn't it piss you off that there's people like just selling it illegally and Yeah. Yeah. What <clears throat> what's interesting is how the economies of, of this whole industry are dictating whether the black market stays alive or not. Mm-hmm. So right now you have a tax where the consumer is gonna be paying thirty five, forty percent more than they did three years ago. So the birth and of the black market started somewhere, but like the resurrection or just the, I don't know, the the maintenance of it mm-hmm. is in the hands of whoever is creating these rules. Yep. So create some rules where our smoking friends that go to the shop can buy the same eighth that they bought three years ago, and the black market will disintegrate. Mm-hmm. It will absolutely disintegrate. Yeah. I mean, I bring up the conspiracy theory all the time. Like, I don't. I think California wants to make it difficult. I think it's intentional. They raised taxes in January this right, year. Right. Like, that's insane, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, but there are good reasons, aside yeah. from price, which I, I get as a driver for a lot of people. But aside from price, I mean, we had the vape scare. Right. 
That's all illegal shit, right? right. You know, right. If, yeah, if you buy some oil off the street from somebody, like, you might get sick, you know? For sure. But, but now, like, Vapegate seems like this tiny little thing compared to Corona, right? It's like, tough. It's hilarious. Yeah, and look, California cannabis market is not ready for what Corona has in store because you have people who are going to quarantine themselves in the house, uh-huh. right? So it's like, are you going to charge a shop 35% to not be open? Well, uh-huh. well, good luck in 2021 when the shops aren't open. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, that's a tough, that's a tough thing. Like keep the testing, you know, make some money on the side, right? You have to pay for infrastructure, roads, whatever, but like make it reasonable so that the black market doesn't thrive. Mm-hmm. It's, the black market is thriving right now, mm-hmm. especially after, you know, metric in 2020 kicked in. It's like. What are you guys really trying to do here? I mean, the estimate, I don't know, data in the cannabis industry is kind of hazy, pun intended, but like 60, 80% of California cannabis is black market cannabis. Yeah. That also includes like weed that's going to other places in the country too, right? So it's, I mean, California feeds most of the U.S. Right. 85% of California's weed is smoked outside of California. Yeah. That's crazy, right? That's nuts. That's insane. Yeah, and U- UPS and USPS and FedEx are the ones that are pushing most of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they don't even do a good job of, of stopping. <laughs> there were it people either. in Chicago that were caught uh, that worked in USPS. Now I don't know if it's exactly USPS, USPS, but there was a mailing courier service that was caught with like four workers, uh-huh. and they would just look look at the boxes and see which came from California. Cool, and they shake it and be like, all right, it looks like four pounds would fit in this box. These, <laughs> so they were doing this for like five years. That's amazing. Yeah, talk about moving and shaking. Hmm. That's a funny story. Yeah, that's a funny it's story based on true facts. They should make a movie on it. Um, I'm really sad about the NBA season ending. Yeah. Um, as a whole, just as a fan, because sure. it's a lot of entertainment, and I don't really know what to do with my time. I have to like right. read or something. Yeah, you know? learn another language. No, English is the only language you need, man. I know that's really elitist, but I'm okay with it. Like, yeah. you know, the international airline language, right? For air traffic control is English. Like, right. if that doesn't convince you, like, yeah, you know, that's it. I'm with you. No, I'm bummed too. I'm bummed, but I get it. I think what Adam Silver is going to do is. They're going to develop protocol. How do we test for like the players and their entourages as long as they're clean? Mm-hmm. Then we can keep playing and then just have no fans. Yeah, just have people watching. That's going to be strange. It's going to be tough. But see, I really hope that happens because I'm a Laker fan. Right. Um, and LeBron's not getting any younger. What they should do, this is, hey, check this out. NBA and Warner Brothers should work together. Okay. okay? CGI all the Looney Tunes from the Space Jam games. In the stands. Did you okay. see that on, on the internet today? They were like the first time the NBA really? was shut down from oh, virus yeah, yeah. was 1996. Yeah. No, they, I, didn't, I didn't see you that. You got to watch the clip, man. It's yeah. so funny from I'll Space Jam. And they're like all getting tested. And they're like, that's, we don't know. Like It's, it's so funny. It's epic. It. You got to watch it. No, but imagine if the NBA CGI'd it. Because they have the technology to do it. We have the capabilities. Yeah, AR, dude. You know, just <laughs> AR the, the whole arena as like Looney Tunes. Okay, and I'm we, in. More people would watch. I'm in. More people, and then the, are you raising money for this? Is check that... this out: the arena could rent the space uh-huh. to the NBA, like a penny a seat, uh-huh. for this like added service. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Yeah. But you see what they are coming with though is all the gambling stuff. Have you seen the NBA yeah, BR gambling? Betting? Yeah. yeah, it's going crazy. Nuts. Yeah. 
That's we, so crazy. It's a free world just, right now. Yeah, it really is. We just wide need, open. Like, Kevin Costner and Waterworld just show up to land. That is an old reference. That's a water world. You just made us look really old. I am with it. The though. water world reference. Remember behind his ears, he had that little, like, checked his ears. Like, I'm not going to admit to it. I'm not going to admit to that. That's knowing. how you check if you're a merman, dude. You got to check your ears. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else you want to say on this podcast? Or Honestly, How many minutes are we at? What yeah. are we? 25. So we got five more minutes? Sure. That's epic. Yeah. Five minutes alone. Do you have timeouts I, and shot clocks? I absolutely can fill five minutes. It's yeah, like not even I a problem for me. I can sing for five minutes. Yeah. Do you uh, sing? No, only okay. only Rufus do so. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so you obviously don't do this company alone. Right, tell which is great the, growth for me. Tell us about the team. Oh, you're not a good delegator. Oh, I learned to be. Uh-huh. I learned to a lot of, you know... A lot of people showed me how able and beautiful they are, and I had the privilege of growing internally to trust more people, allowing them to be them while you know helping the cause. And this is a family. This is a family business. Um, our family takes great pride in the people who work in the family in the business that aren't necessarily blood relatives. It's like they are treated as family. Um, a lot of books that I've read on business teach ruthlessness and like that, you know, all that cutthroat um so i'm having an amazing personal journey of trusting my intuition paired with our brand impact and message while still putting things in place to run a company so my sister's involved um you know my cousin is also a grower his you know my aunt is you know helps out with the clones my mom's a part of it um, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, it's a family, all in the family. All in the family. It's cool. all love. And every, every meeting is a family meeting. So like, how amazing is that? You know, that's pretty shocking because I would have thought given the conservative narrative about Iranians that right. your family would not have been down right. with this business. What's amazing was when it legalized, everyone was like, um, legalized in California. Right. Yeah. Like, as long as it's legal, like, we're okay. Then that means it's not bad. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a winner. Let's do it. Yeah. Cause we trust the government. Yeah. Whatever, right? So yeah, it was just, it, it's not illegal. Oh, okay, great. Let's do it then. Yeah. Yeah. It was, you know, we let legislation dictate the morals. Cool. Yeah. Good for me and you. Well, mostly you. I, I was good, man. <laughs> Nobody in California gives a fuck. They're like, oh, yeah, you like weed? Like, oh, okay. Chubby, Jewish, kid likes weed. Like, shocker, you know. <laughs> in Venice. In Venice, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Can we get any more stereotypical? I drive a BMW, too, That's if you epic. want to be any more stereotypical. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Um, so how do you balance these things? Like, basketball, cannabis, they, like, that has to really take away from the business when you go to Iran for right. how long? Were you, maybe it's like a blessing, you know, that yeah. like Corona is telling you that you need to focus on your weed business. Yeah. Maybe that's what's happening. So as far as the balancing side, <laughs> um, it's important to not be in a rush. We're always in a rush to like, I got to do this. I got to build this. I got it. Right. It's important to at least my, my mind's eye is have your, have your goals, have your, you know, your routines, work your ass off, right? While still being present to don't be in a rush, dude. Like let the universe guide you. Like I didn't know I was going to be sitting here talking to you 
you know, seven months ago. But how amazing is this? So like, there's a there's a divinity in this. Shout whole out thing. to the PR company that put us yeah. in contact. By the shout way, Issa PR. You pay them, right? Uh, they're amazing people. Yeah, they did a good yeah, job. And they're worth, yeah. you know, they're worth their. PR is tough. Yeah. You can't trust every PR company, but you could trust them. Yeah. Uh, so Issa PR via plug. The, yeah. Plug in her. She's an amazing person. Um, but balancing the heart center side of it will allow me to be like, okay, I can go to another country for four months, hand over all the reins. And right now I've successfully delegated my way out of the micro side of the industry. So we're going to do different states. We're going to have different products. We're going to have CBD. And this is your sister doing this. Oh, this is, yeah. Well, family, but sister, she's basically spearheading. Yeah. Uh, I, She's a CEO, really. Um, we're not really into titles because well, that answers is, the question. Yeah, yeah. Right. she's doing the. Yeah, I'm just. I'm. I was. She's doing the actual work. Right. You're I'm just sitting. I'm like the pinky in the brain, <laughs> where I'm the brain at, at the house, and then she comes like pinky. Like, what do you want to do? Oh, we're gonna take over impacting the world through cannabis. Okay. And then she goes back out, and I'm just like tinkering. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it's we're it's laboratory fun. Laboratory mice. Yeah. Our brains have been spliced. Now we're really old. Keep man. going. Keep stop. going. Stop. Can you going. stop bringing up? You gotta keep going. These old ass references. You keep going though. No, no, I can't. Uh, we'll put it in the link. We'll put yeah, the, yeah. Put the YouTube swipe in, up in the link. <laughs> That's down. Swipe up. <laughs> um, so before we started talking this conversation, I asked you what uh, your pregame music is. Yeah. And you had a really interesting answer. So I'm going to oh. ask you again. Yeah. What do you listen for your pregame music? A mix between peaceful meditation on Spotify. So I just get really into, you know, my center. And then if I want to kick it up a notch, I'll put it on Rufus Dussault. I've had some great experiences with Rufus Dussault. Just like lifted interstellar Matthew McConaughey type stuff. <laughs> is yeah. that lit? That's your elevated. That's enlightenment for you. Is Matthew McConaughey? So there's two sides. To America. It. That's what we have to offer. Is oh, McDonald's and Matthew McConaughey. You got it. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey is a real deal, actually. <laughs> yeah, he sure is. You could always learn. <laughs> like if you if you listen to their Oscar speeches, I don't. No, no. I just watch watch his Oscar speech. He he comes out with some profound stuff. Okay. Yeah. Shout Bryce, out he's to probably Matt. so high. Hey Matt, if you need some uh, products, we got yeah, you. Yeah, we got. <laughs> Shout out. Just say, give us a Buick. We'll um, trade you some for a Buick. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you see Matt just driving with his Buick, just talking oh, to himself man. in the car. Oh, That's man. called hybrid. Um, how yeah. can we help you, sir? How can our audience help you? Are you going to hire for something? Do you have to be in your family to work in the company? Is that a prerequisite? Well, we or? can just. You know, you could be the token Persian. Okay. Yeah. So are you hiring for something? Do you want us to go to a website? Yeah. Plug plug something. This is your, well, your moment. First things first, if if you know, if your listeners you know follow what I'm saying, I would just want them to find inner happiness without any external effects. It has nothing to do with our company, it has nothing to do with anything. Just if you're having a tough time just sit down and be like, what is actually making me upset? And it always comes down to like social norms and conditioning and what I don't have and what I want. So just get present to your awareness. And then after that, if you still got time, you know, check out our Instagram, our website, and we'd be happy to provide you with products that'll take you another step in either, you know, any direction that you want to go. Okay.
amazing. Yeah. I think that's as good a place to wrap up as any, man. Yeah. Thank you so Appreciate much. You. It's been fun. It's been fun. Yeah. yeah.